I have used a Bible study color code as long as I can remember. In fact, if you hop on over to my Instagram, at Eva Kabashik, you'll see a picture of my Bible from 2004, and right inside the front cover is the exact same color code that I have been using for the past almost 20 years. My dad taught me this color code when I was nine, and it has been probably the single most influential part of my journey of getting to know God through studying the Bible. Today, I want to share with you all nine colors in my color code. Now, I first shared this over on YouTube, so if you'd like to follow me over there, I release weekly videos on how to study the Bible. And I find that YouTube is just a little more visual. I can show things a little bit better. But don't worry, podcast isn't going anywhere. But I am also creating content over on YouTube. So let's get into these colors and see how you can use color coding in your own personal Bible study time. My name is Eva Kabashik, and this is Bible Study Made Simple. Are you looking for a beginner method of getting into God's Word? Or maybe you're wanting something fun to add into your Bible study time. A color code is a great place to start for both of those things. Today, we're gonna go through all nine colors of my Bible study color code so that you can see what to look for when you are studying scripture and how to mark it in your Bible. My name is Eva Kabashik and I talk all about Bible study. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any Bible study tips each week. All right, nine colors, let's go. The first color to use when underlining in your Bible is purple. Purple is characteristics of God. The Bible ultimately is a book about God. So as we're reading it, we want to see what the Bible is telling us about who God is. And so as we are going through, as we're reading, as we're studying, whenever we see something that is a characteristic of God, a name of God, something that God does, we can mark that in purple. I prefer underlining in my Bible. I've just recently added in a little bit of highlighting, but my goal isn't necessarily to mark every single word as I'm going through scripture. It's just to kind of hit some of those highlights that are going to help draw my attention to certain things. So the first one is purple, and we are going to use that for characteristics of God. The second color to look for is blue. Blue is something to do. We want to mark anything that is a direct command or something that is actionable from scripture. A really common example of this is do not be afraid. Anytime my Bible says do not be afraid, I am pulling out my blue pen to underline it and mark that phrase in blue. The third color is green and green stands for promise promises of God. Now promises can be tricky because you don't necessarily, like sometimes there's promises in the Bible that are promises specifically for a group of people. So when I've got green, I always try to write out who that promise was for in the margin of my Bible. 
And then I like to look at what characteristic of God, because most of the promises in the Bible, God is promising something to his people. And I like to look at what that characteristic of God is behind that promise so that I can then carry into like carry that characteristic of God into my own relationship with him. So we've got purple, which is a characteristic of God. We've got blue, which is something actionable, something to do. And then we've got green, that is a promise, something that God is promising to his people or to someone specifically in the Bible. Did I ever say what color promises was? Green? promises is green. Did I tell you that? Color number four is orange. Orange is something that the Bible is telling you specifically not to do. Like there's a lot of things in the Bible that's like, eh, nope, don't do that. That is a, something I'm going to underline in orange. The Bible also talks about a lot of people that either turned away from God or weren't following him or were just plain evil. And I like to mark those things in orange as well. It's like a warning, like don't do this, like stand back, no go, hard pass all the things, okay? So orange is something not to do. The next color that I like to use is pink. Pink stands for a prayer or something that is somebody's heart in the Bible that they are crying out to God. If you're familiar with the Psalms, that is filled with a lot of pink in my Bible. It's somebody saying, this is my prayer. This is something that I am saying to God in the Bible. When I have a longer section like that in my Bible, I like to just put a bracket around it and use those brackets around that prayer because often there's characteristics of God in there. There might be um, promises or something that we want to do. And so through that, those brackets give me a really clean slate to see what that prayer is made of. But using that pink still helps to draw my attention back to this right here is a prayer. And another thing that I love to do with these prayers that I'm finding in the Bible is I actually have a running list of the prayers that I'm finding in the Bible. And then like the main point, like, God, I want to know you more. And, or God, I want to praise you. And I keep that list so that whenever I'm feeling that same way, I can go back and I can find somewhere in the Bible that has already talked about somebody else saying those kinds of things. And then I can pray scripture back to God. So I love underlining in pink. If you'd like, another video on how to actually pray scripture, comment on this video and let me know and I will try to make one of those for you. Okay, so we've got orange, a warning. Don't do it. We've got pink, a prayer, something that someone is praying to God. And then this next color is red. And red, we are going to mark out something that is important. In a previous video, I talked about seven different things to look for as you're studying scripture. And a lot of those types of things from that video, I mark in red. Things that are repeating, things that are if-then statements, things that are comparisons, all of those. I'll try to link the video up here so that you can go back and find it and it'll definitely be in the description of this video but all of those different things that are repeating or that are standing out all of those types of things I mark in red red is a 
bold color and it's easy to see as I am going through my Bible. And so if there's anything like that that I want to pay attention to, I mark that in red. The seventh color is brown and brown stands for something that lines up with history. Now that just means like a historical date or a historical place. And we want to make sure that we're paying attention to these things because the Bible is historical. The Bible does have events that actually happened in it. It is a record of history. And so a lot of times these dates or these um, cities that are in the Bible come up multiple different times. And so as we are reading through the Bible, we want to pay attention to that. We want to see where those themes are in cities and dates. The eighth color is navy. Now, it's sometimes hard to find a set of pens that has a blue and a navy, but I absolutely love having the distinguished different colors between blue and navy, and that is because navy is righteous characteristics. So whereas the blue from earlier is something to do, like something that I can do, the navy is more of somebody in the Bible that God is declaring righteous or that God is saying like, look at what this person did, things like that. And it is such a cool representation of seeing those righteous characteristics of people in the Bible coming through with the navy pen. So navy is righteous characteristics. The last color that we are going to go over today is black. And black is something that I use for either notes in the margin, if I am writing a quote down of something that I heard, or maybe sermon notes, I use black for that as well. But black is also a place where you can kind of make connections. You can use the cross references. You can see, oh, this ties in from here and this ties in from here. And you can see those connections throughout scripture. So I use black for those notes and those like different connections that I want to make as I'm going through scripture. Okay, great. Now you know all nine colors and it's time to actually do it. If you'd like some examples of how to do this in your Bible, or if you would like book by book videos taking you through how to read and understand each individual book and what specific things to look for, you can find that in my Word in Color course. This course is specific to help you move into action with this color code and break down different examples of verses that fall into each of these categories. I go through different passages. It's a ton of fun. And you can actually get $5 off of that course with just the code YouTube. So if you head to the link in the description, my Word and Color course is a great resource to help you dig in deeper into how to use a color code in your Bible. Do you use any sort of system or color code in your Bible? Comment below and tell me. I'd love to hear about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bible Study Made Simple. Now, I know you can't comment on podcast episodes, but I would love it if you would send me a DM on Instagram. I love getting to hear from you, and I love getting to talk through what we're learning together as we are studying the Bible. If you would like a free bookmark with each of these colors, you can find the link to that bookmark in the description of this 
podcast episode. So I hope that you have the best time playing with colored pens on the pages of God's word. And I'll see you next week on Bible study made simple.